Hey everybody, it's Rebecca with Dollars and Cents with Clinch Powell. Today, Stace and I are here together virtually and we're talking with our friends at USDA. So Stace, let's, how are you doing? Let's kick it off. I am so excited. This isn't just USDA. This is USDA Rural Development. Mm -hmm. And this is a partnership that Clinch Powell has had for a very, very long time. And I'm telling you, when you watch this podcast, your mind is about to go the biggest question I get as a licensed mortgage loan originator and a USDA certified loan packager is why, why did I never know about the USDA rural development loan? I like to say it's the worst best kept secret in America because everyone should know this. If you live, especially in a rural area, this loan is life-changing. And to start us off, we're actually going to stop, start with our state director, Ms. Arlisa Armstrong. I'm so excited that you're here. Can you tell us a little bit about USDA Rural Development and your role? Yes. Thank you so much, Stacey. It, has, it is great to be on the call today um, and on your show. Thank you for having me. Um, this agency, has it's really been... Um, a great opportunity for me to just see the impacts that we make each year uh, with USDA Rural Development. Uh, we have over 40 loans and grants that we administer each and every year, you know, that creates opportunities for businesses and housing and infrastructure for all rural communities. You know, we're a catalyst for, to improve conditions in rural America. So we are looking forward to just continuing uh, the good work that we do. Um, you know, we're here to mainly talk about housing. Housing is one of our leading programs across the nation. And um, we, uh, we assist so many families with purchasing a home and also providing repairs and rehab for those families that are homeowners that really struggle, you know, each year to try to improve their home and, and years and years of, um, things that, that are needed in their homes, rural development is, is able to assist them. So um, we're so glad to be here today and um, thank you for having me. I have a, a great team across the state. We have eight offices all across um, the state of Tennessee and they're all mission driven um, and uh, we're all, all just ready to have that excellent service available to um, all of our rural Americans. Um, and so just thank you so much for um, the opportunity to be here today. So Don, I'm going to toss it to you because we work so closely with your office and, and Mary Hickman behind you over there. Hi, hi. Mm -hmm. um, so rural development, this loan that people talk about, this 502 direct, this mystery loan, right? Um, when I first heard about it, I was doing a different type of product um, which was a mutual self-help loan where people actually help build their home and they build equity. And we have a new grad that we were just awarded. We're really super excited to start that, which will be our purchase repair program that we're going to talk about in a future podcast. But this 502 direct loan is one that literally changes lives. And Don, I'm going to ask you, how many loans would you say that the state of Tennessee has done this year to help homeowners here in Tennessee? Uh, we're uh, right at close to 300 loans here uh, with the, with this 502 direct program here. Okay, um, and that's excellent here. That's the, you know, because we get an allocation um, from Congress every year as to what we can do. We always look in terms of dollars. Uh, we usually get about 18.7 million dollars in an allocation. 
This year we did right at $60 million out the door. So that's a lot of loans going out here, a lot of interest. And, and, and the thing is, we have um, relatively, over the past several years, our staff has relatively shrunk, okay? We've had less positions here, but we can only do it uh, really at this type of production through the help of packaging entities such as Clinch Powell here, what you all do here, okay? You are our largest packager across the state. We appreciate uh, the work that you all do here. And um, like I said, we couldn't do without you here, okay? But um, we are concerned, I'll be honest with this next year because we do not know what our allocation is gonna be. Um, we hope it at least remains the same, but with this, uh, with, with, with debating in Congress right now, it could be some. It could be a little bit less, and that if that happens, our production will um, probably uh, shrink a little bit because there will be be more competition for those. Um, you know, I'd say um, direct loan dollars from all states across the nation. So we'll do our best to to um, get as much money out the door again. We're already up to a good start here right now. So. Um, and our average loan right now uh, last year was like $253,000. So, and, and compared to a couple of years ago, which is like about 123,000. So you can see how the home prices have gone up. Um, and with that, I think our products has helped meet the needs of, of those families here in the rural areas here. So. And Rebecca, I know for you, you just closed on your home. You just sold mm -hmm. your home. Mm -hmm. And so you've got a little bit of experience about what's happening on the more traditional lending side interest rates are about 3% higher mm -hmm. for a conventional loan or a USDA guaranteed loan than, than they are for this 502 direct loan. Mm -hmm. And there's a component called mortgage insurance. And what mortgage insurance does is it protects the lender in case of default. Well, one of the unique prod, uh, pieces of this 502 direct is that there is no mortgage insurance. So the term is longer, the interest rate is lower, mm -hmm. And there's no mortgage insurance component. And as a special extra added bonus, in many cases, these borrowers are actually being subsidized or payment is subsidized. Now, this is not a give me. They have to pay some of that back when they go to sell their home. There's a whole calculation. I think you have to slaughter a goat somewhere after you carry the seven. But there, there is a calculation. <laughs> it's never more than half of your equity. That's how I always remember it. Never more than half of your equity. But this is not a give me. Mm -hmm. But this is a program that's a line item in the federal budget to be able to promote home ownership. And why this is so important is where the homes are, that's where your economies are. That's where your community, you know, and, and Rebecca, I'm going to kind of toss it to you here because mm -hmm. you work so much on that community side and how important it is to not just buy a home, but to be a part of a community and build generational wealth. Right. Absolutely. And just to tag on what you said earlier, I did just sell my house and I have a tradition. I have a VA loan and the person purchasing my house has a VA loan. Uh, but just to keep, keep things in perspective, my mortgage was right at 1100 and I bought the house three years ago. Their mortgage is 2200 a month for the same yeah. house. And so that sales price with the USDA direct would probably be about half of that payment. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let, me add, let me add one thing here, too, that you were talking about all the, the benefits here. Mm -hmm. With that direct loan here, it's also 100% financing here. Okay, yes. you'll see about 20% down. Yeah, and if you wouldn't mind, I'd like Mary maybe to talk about. Mary has been in the business 38 years with this product here. Okay, wow. And Mary, tell them all. You have an applicant in front of you. What uh, they can expect this loan? Yeah. What is a what does a good applicant look like, Mary? Um, a good applicant has a credit score of at least 640. 
That doesn't mean that we would deny an applicant if their score was a little less than 640, but we look at it on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, we also look at their uh, income. They have to be below income guidelines for the low income limit for the county specific that they wanna live in. Um, they also have to have a good debt to income ratio. We look at 29 and 41%, which usually house payment taxes and insurance would not exceed 29% of their, uh, no, house payment taxes and insurance would not exceed 29% of their gross income. And then house payment taxes and insurance, along with other debts, could not exceed 41% of their gross income. Um, that being said, we do that so a person doesn't, buy a house for more than what they can actually afford. They can still pay their normal living expenses. Mm -hmm. um, like Don said, we don't require a down payment. So um, we do have some, we call them prepaids that they have to pay up front, which would be like um, their credit report fee, their um, uh, uh, inspections. Inspection fees, insurance. yes. First year's homeowner's insurance, inspection fee, and a home buyer education course. Those things, in most cases, they have to come up with up front. Um, those are not usually included in the loan. And so it, it is no down payment, but there is some fees involved on the front side. Um, with that, the good part of it is that they can, they can buy any house in most cases. We don't have um, square footage limitations any longer. They do have to stay in a, a property that cannot be subdivided, mm. which means that it just can a part of it cannot be sold off um, it has to be a single family home, so it can't be um, a duplex or something like that. And in most cases, it has to be a um, a house itself, not um, um, not like a townhouse or a condo. Cut out. Um, a home that um, is suitable for their family, and it has to pass a home inspection. Second home or vacation home has got to be, um, the, the applicant has to live in that home. And, and the whole point of this, the whole point of this, again, is it's not a handout. And, and I have had, had people ask me, well, why is the government just giving these loans away? Why, why are they just giving this away? That's not the case. What we're talking about here is we're talking about your teachers. We're talking about firefighters, police officers. These are working families. Many of them are coming right out of college or coming right out of school and maybe have a, a good job, have a job that's sustaining their family but they don't have that kind of traditional savings to be able to buy on a conventional. They don't have that 10% or 5% even down. But as far as being ready to purchase, as far as credit qualified, as far as income qualified, it's just like any other loan. You have to meet that, that, that standard. And because there is a recapture portion to any possible subsidy, this program really does kind of feed itself back into the loop. So I'm very careful to correct that is, is probably the biggest misunderstanding that I see. Um, people also ask me, well, do you have to stay there for five years? Is there any kind of what they call deed restrictions? And no, there really isn't. But we want you to build your community. We want you to be in there because that's really what this is about. This is about your starter home. This is not more than likely your dream home, although it could be. It very well could well, be, and in many cases it is. Let me add this. this um, our Lisa, Ms. Armstrong's on the phone here with us here. She travels all over the state. She talks to folks. She can she can allude to the needs out there in the rural communities. Lisa, can you expand on that a little bit? 
Yeah, there's there are definitely a lot of need of all across the state. We see, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people that have not been exposed to what we actually have available. And I really appreciate this show because in the partnership with Clinch Powell, because there are still areas in rural development where um, they have not been informed about um, the resources that we have. And these resources, you know, they, they're here to help our communities have prosperity and better living reality throughout rural America. So mm-hmm. um, there are areas that that's the main keys is really getting the word out and, and making sure that our rural communities know about what's available with this agency and, and the housing program. And, and to to build on that, Arlisa, um, so what can we do? What can, you know, community-based organizations, what can folks that care about this, to see the value, what can we do to spread the word? I mean, obviously our podcast, social media, but, it, you know, are there opportunities to have community meetings to talk specifically about these types of resources? Is that something that at the state level is being considered? There are definitely opportunities. I mean, we have, we have people... Um, that it's on our team that actually live in some of the towns and cities mm-hmm. where uh, rural are er- live in rural areas. So sure. we're very willing to come out and 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 provide this information to any community or any community uh, programs or nonprofits, you know, um, community activities um, mm-hmm. that that would like to know about our programs. We would be glad to come out and give that information to them. We're also working with um, the Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Community Development, ECD. Mm-hmm. We're going across the state right now. We just had our first meeting up in Johnson City here, but we are working with um, all of the local governments here, nonprofits up there, whoever here, bringing them together and talk about our programs here, what's available. Mm-hmm. Not just us, THDA, all those um, other, you know, all products here to help the word get out to for our rural folks here about what are, is available for these rural communities here. So um, so be on the lookout when we're coming, hopefully, um, to yeah. your area. Um, of course, you, you cover the state here, whatever, but I uh, know- Y'all gonna uh, come to Little Rutledge and visit us? That would be amazing. We're gonna be there right there. <laughs> the back door. But we'll have something. So we have a, a rural okay. development, what we call a rural development round table in your area. Yeah. So you can send whoever is, you know, covering that area for your your uh, organization. We'll be glad for you to come and attend. They discuss the same issues we're talking about here. How to get the word out? How can we make it accessible for everybody, not just the ones who somehow find out on their own? Here. Right. right. And kind of what I did when I first started doing these loans is I took a different approach. I think people ask, you know, why does Clinch Powell do so many of them? Um, and one of the secrets of our sauce, so to speak, is how we started looking at the landscape of what was going on in the market. And the best way to reach buyers is through realtors. Um, Because usually the first call, if somebody's thinking about buying a home, they don't think about getting pre-approved. They're thinking, okay, I saw a realtor sign and I'm gonna call them. And then the realtor may have a, a network of people that they've sent people to and okay, call this person. So we ended up being very fortunate early on to team up with some fantastic realtor partners. And these partners really became our mouthpiece saying, hey, you know, do you know about this? And then kind of spreading the word. So we've made it our mission to be a mouthpiece for this program that promotes home ownership at a very, very 
unique level. But at the same time, we're very cognizant that this loan is not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And not everyone should be a homeowner, as, as crazy as that is to say. Um, but there are so many other programs that rural development does that might be a better way for a client to go. We also offer, you know, as they were saying, one of the requirements is home buyer education. Mm -hmm. This is a true passion of mine. I believe every homeowner should take home buyer education, whether or not they're a first time buyer or a 17th time buyer, because things change and information is power. So we want to make sure that the clients that are going through this program, particularly, they're more than likely a first time home buyer, that they know the options, that they know the responsibilities because they are very different than renting. Um, many of our clients have never owned a home before. My son actually just used this program in March and bought his first home. And it's so exciting mm -hmm. to see him thriving now as a homeowner. And he would have never had this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So for us to be privileged enough to be a spokesperson, mouthpiece for a program that is so vital is, is truly an honor. Mm -hmm. And that being said, there are issues with funding. And Don, you kind of alluded to it. We are in a very precarious point right now with congressional funds. And this is where for programs like this that are so vital to our communities that we pick up a phone and we call our congressman and say, hey, this, is, this program is so important to us, to our community. This program is bringing in jobs because it's bringing in homes for every home built, for every home sold. How many jobs have come out of that? This is not a one and done. And Congress, for them to get on board with this program and to continue to fund it at equitable levels is just so, so important. I, I couldn't agree with you more here. Um, it's not always true. I mean, not always, um, how would you say, um, um, an issue here when you say low-income folks here, because low-income folks don't always have the same voice here, okay? And somebody has to speak out for them here. And I'm, I really hope that more people will say, hey, look, let's, let's support this program. It's not just this program. We have repair programs mm -hmm. that help uh, you know, um, homeowners with the essential repairs, health and safety repairs of their home. We have grant programs for the elderly um, that if you're 62 and older, you can get health and safety repairs, a grant for that up to 10,000. Plus we have disaster repair funds now and grants. So we do a lot, a lot, a lot of things here Another program that I know we can go all over all these is our guaranteed loan program. That's for mm -hmm. moderate income folks. And that program is we go through um, participating lenders across the, the nation. And in Tennessee, we have a lot of those lenders. And you including can, me. Oh, you're great. Great. So, <laughs> um, for um, a competitive interest rate, you can get in, uh, get in a home using a guaranteed loan at 100% financing. So there's some options, but the program we're really talking about here today is that um, program for very low and very low income borrowers here to get their home ownership. And I do, like I said, I really appreciate all you've done to expand that for us. It's well, a privilege. It, it truly is. And we really, you know, we are, we're not activists, we're advocates. That's something when I first joined ClinchPal that is really essential to the fabric of who we are as an organization. We don't, we're not activists, but we're advocates and we advocate for those folks who cannot advocate for themselves. So this is one of the ways we do that. 
Another way is we go to Nashville and we kind of like, hey, you know, we need this money. So is there anything we could do as an organization in the advocacy realm? Is there any people we could reach out to and talk to that you can think of that could help with these funding issues? Talk, talk to our congressmen, our, our two U.S. senators here. I mean, that's the that's the, the biggest impact right now here. Our Lisa may have a better because our Lisa's um, a lot of times up working in Washington here. So are they saying anything you want to add to that? Yeah, that that's gonna be what makes the difference. You know, if we yeah. if we can get the word and and really amplify what this program is doing for you know our rural America. You know, you can talk if you have contacts with congressmen and and our congressional staff. That is what's gonna make the difference. Now, just let me say that we we do appreciate um, Clinch Powell and your partnership. I mean, with you all, you all kind of are the liaison for us. You 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 work with the applicants and make sure that the applications are quality applicants. You know, you make sure they need if they need to take a class, they they have all that done before we actually get the application. Yeah. And so that's a great um, that takes a, a burden some of the burden off of um, the staffing that we have because we 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 have um, our staffing has gone down some too. So that actually helps streamline the process for us. And we, we really appreciate what you all do. Our partnership with USDA Rural Development is so important to the mission that we have at Clinch Powell. And I'll tell you, I wake up every day and I have a smile on my face. Like I work, I work out of my home office. You see my home office here. And I probably work 10, 11 hours a day. I work more from working at home because I love what you do. You know, I love what I do. And you know what they say, if you, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. But for me, every single day is different. Every client is different. Every file is different. It's a puzzle that you're putting together. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we have the partnership with the underwriting staff and the closing staff and the origination staff over at USDA Rural Development, that I can pick up the phone and I can call them and say, hey, I've got a quick question you know, what do you think on this? Can you interpret this for me a little bit better? That's huge because knowing that we are all on the same team and we all have the same goal, which is to build strong communities. And this, this partnership is at the forefront of it is just, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it without the staff that you all have, have assembled at USDA. So a big, huge shout out to, you know, to all of your underwriters, all of your processing team. I mean, really, I, I, well, I can't, I can't also, say enough. Let me also congratulate uh, you all here on the, you're, you're our newest housing preservation grant recipient. Mm -hmm. So I know you're going to, that's what we call that the HPG here. And yeah. mm -hmm. I know you're going to be working with the communities uh, about giving those grants out for home repairs. So hopefully we'll um, get uh, geared up for 2024 on that. So mm -hmm. real proud to have you on board on the, in that capacity as well. Thank you. And we are really sad. You kind of touched on the um, the repair grant slash loans. Um, this is actually one of my favorite products that USDA has. And I'm hoping to do a lot more in 2024 because I think it is so important. Um, you know, we have aging communities and there are so many. And this is where we're going to ask for your help. If you know someone who is 62 or older and needs an HVAC, needs a new roof, they are cold and they shouldn't be, that they need new windows, that, you know, their deck is falling through and it is dangerous. These programs are phenomenal. 
they are fantastic. And when you're talking about a combo, you know, a 10,000 hour grant paired up, and I'm doing one actually right now, I'm signing the contracts on it tomorrow. Um, so she's got urgent repairs and she's teaming that up with a very, very low interest loan. Her payment's going to be like $12 a month. Yeah. She could not do this any other way. And she needs these repairs. So Mary, being, being able Mary to do that's amazing. On that. Mary can give you a, a two minute, tell her about the 504 and 508 grant. Please, because I love this program. Say, <laughs> that didn't need, Mary, Mary's excellent at that. So. It's a 1% interest rate and it's fixed on a 20 year term. So it's about $5 per thousand in payback. Um, the good thing about that is that we can do a lot of repairs that have been laid to the side and not been done because people are on fixed incomes or limited incomes. That's right. And those repairs are just huge to somebody who is doing without water or with a mm -hmm. leak in their roof and things like that that they can't fix. Um, the, the loans are set up for anybody who's in a very low income level. Um, the grants you do have to be 62 in order to qualify for. Um, the grants are used to remove decent, safe, and sanitary hazards from the home. Um, a loan itself, um, we, in most cases, don't even take a deed of trust on the property if it's $7,500 or below. Mm. Um, so it's it's just a signature note. So a lot of people are very concerned that they have to put their home up for security in order to replace that central unit or put a roof on. And in our case, we don't do that. Um, up to $7,500, we can do that without a deed of trust. Um, our loans can go up to $40,000. So, um, and we have criteria up into that. We don't get into an attorney to close until 25,000. So we can still close it in-house and not have other fees involved. Mm -hmm. um, it, but it is a real lifesaver for not only elderly people, but people that are on a fixed income mm -hmm. or a lower income level that maybe they bought their home or maybe they've inherited their home, but they don't have a way to keep up the repairs. And this, these repairs can also be done on a home with... Um, like a manufactured home mm -hmm. or a modular home. And the good thing too, is we can do um, things that are like um, handicap accessibility, where we can do a ramp. A lot of times other agencies can't do ramps on a mobile home because they're too high off the ground. And the cost involved is just more than what they can put into it. That's something we can do. Mm -hmm. um, but we can redo a bathroom. We can widen doors. There's all kinds of things that we can do that makes that home more livable for the person who's there. And it's, that's huge. We have one thing, they have to be homeowners, okay? Yes. Yeah, they gotta be homeowners, can't be renters. Um, and um, like I said, it's, uh, they need to apply directly with us here, okay? Um, and uh, you, uh, you can have a chance to provide our web address or our physical address, we'd be glad to, to do that for them here, okay? Yeah, and we can package those as well. Good. Okay. So, and so I see that the time is slipping away, and I know I can talk to these guys all day. I know, <laughs> but I wanted right real quick before we wrap it up. How can people get in touch with USDA Rural Development? Well, you can contact us um, by um, just contacting our state office. Mm -hmm. um, if you're interested in the housing programs, you can call um, you can call Mary Hickman directly or either Don Harris. And you can call our, our just our main line as well, and um, we will direct you to um, uh, the contact that you need to talk to. But and, you can contact our, our state office directly. Yeah, and that telephone number is 615-783-1300.
Thank you, Don. That was my name. Is it safe to say that Tennessee is one of the leaders in the nation in package loans? In package loans and overall loan production too. So we rank every year. We uh, used to be in the top three. We're in about now the top seven. Oh, wow. So, um, and it's just that that's a lot, of, a lot of that's because other states are starting to produce more. So we don't have as much to take from them anymore. So, you know, from their <laughs> allocation. So, but I, I'm pleased that I, we're helping Tennesseans. That's the most that's important right. That's right. Part. 100%. Awesome. I cannot thank you all enough for the work that you do. It matters. And I know it's hard when we look at budgets and we look at, you know, things that we don't have control over and, you know, it makes us kind of want to bang our heads against walls sometimes. But but please just know that um, the work that you do matters on a very, very important level. And we just appreciate our partnership with you so much. You know, make me cry and literally make me cry. It's not worth crying over here, but we do appreciate you all. Um, thank you for being a great partner, friends to us here too. And, mm -hmm. um, and most important, helping those families and those individuals who have no hope at all sometimes here. And you all step forward to help them just like our staff does. So thank you all. And that's really thank what it's about. You know, we appreciate y'all. That's what it's all about, folks, is coming together and partnering with organizations so that we can push this work forward and help as many families as possible, whether they need repairs or they want to buy a home or whatever it might be. So shout out to our friends at USD Rural Development. If you want to follow them, you can find them. At, you can call their office, as Don said, and you can also follow us here at Clinch Powell. We're on all the social medias. You can give us a call at 865-828- 5927, or you can email Stace and I, which is our first name at clinchpal.net. All right, y'all. S-T-A-C-E at clinchpal.net. There you go. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all so much.